I recently had an interesting conversation. I think one of my favorite parts about actually doing this podcast is when people started to find out that I know, I'm a little embarrassed when they talk to me about it. And if you just listen to the podcast, it's possible that you could take things the wrong way, or maybe I don't articulate myself very well, or it's... I just have some of these fears that's maybe I come across the wrong way or I thought I said something and articulated myself well and then maybe you took it the wrong way. I don't. But what's kind of fun about having it is I get more conversations with people that I know than, than I used to. One of those over the past week was actually in regards to parenting, but he's got older children than me and I really like the advice, all the advice I can get from parents out there who have kids that are turning out pretty good. Somehow we started talking about swearing. What happens if you catch one of your children saying a cuss word? And I think he explained it really well. Is that why are certain words bad and certain words not so bad? And instead of getting into the specifics, he said that he was more concerned about his heart. When you're saying these things, where's your heart at? You see, it's not necessarily the specific words that you're using or not using, but it's a heart issue. When you said that word or those words, where was your heart at? And I think that's such a huge deal. Not just when parenting, even though that's, that is a big one for parenting. I want my kids to have the right heart towards things and not be legalistic and just obey certain rules or do things because they're supposed to do things, but I'm concerned about their heart. And one of the things that I found fascinating in today's read through Deuteronomy and our immersed Bible reading programs, actually on page 299, which is somewhere around the end of chapter 17 in Deuteronomy, the Lord is giving them the instructions for when they enter the promised land. And he says, if you want a leader, a king like other nations have. I'm going to give you some rules to follow. And I I see four requirements for a king that he outlines on the first half of this page. And towards the top, it says, you must appoint a fellow Israelite. He may not be a foreigner. Now, it doesn't really go into more specifics than that. It just says he's got to be part of the family. And I wrote number two on the side here and underlined this part where it says the king must not take many wives for himself. You know, but after he says this, he actually says, why? And I think this applies to the rest of the reasons. It says, because, referring to the wives, they will turn his heart away from the Lord. The king must not take many wives for himself because they will turn his heart away from the Lord. In the next sentence there, I wrote number three because it says, and he must not accumulate large amounts of wealth in silver and gold for himself. That doesn't say why, but I assume it's the same reason why you don't take many wives because you need to protect your heart. And this is my favorite part, number four, the next paragraph. It says, when he sits on the throne as king, he must copy for himself this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priests. He must always keep that copy with him 
and read it daily as long as he lives. That way, he will learn to fear the Lord his God by obeying all the terms of these instructions and decrees. This regular reading will prevent him from becoming proud and acting as if he is above his fellow citizens. So the four things, he's gotta be an Israelite, can't have too many wives, should not get wealthy, and he must have a copy of what we know now as the Bible and read it every day. There's a lot of responsibility being a leader of a whole nation. And the Lord was concerned about his heart, that his heart should be in the right place. I think it's important for all of us, if we want to live the life that God's called us to live, to be well aware of our heart and protect it from straying into the wrong thing. For what it's worth, those are my thoughts as we're reading through Deuteronomy. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you're encouraged to get into his word yourself today. Make some time for him. You won't regret it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. And I hope that you have a fantastic day.